Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Good afternoon, everybody, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. This is the Guagardaduni podcast, uh, a podcast about Gunawage tourism. It's it's the month of October, and the busy season for the Gunawage tourism office is just finished. So uh, again, it's a change in the seasons. So it's a change here for the Gunawage tourism office, and we're sitting here and now uh, we're talking about what in this episode, Kimberly. Yeah. So, um, like you said, it's a change in season and. In summer, we're super busy, right? Like we have people walking in and um, in the fall, we're really busy with school tours. So every week we have a couple of school tours coming in and they're doing the regular tour visits. But I mean, that takes up a lot of our tour coordinators time and efforts and uh, keeps our tour guides nice and busy. And we have Bronwyn with us here today and she's been kind of doing a double duty as um, our, our current, you know, only French speaking tour guide who's uh, doing our tour. So she's doing our event coordinating and tour guiding at the same time. So she's quite busy. Yep, it's been fun. <laughs> so, you know, like just closing up our, our season will kind of be towards the end of this month. In November, it really starts to slow down and um, we get to breathe again. And uh, we do some events, which we're going to be talking about today. And we have some upcoming projects uh, for community members to be involved um, that we'll be talking about too. Okay, great. And uh, just introduce who we have with us oh, today. Yeah. So uh, those who are listening uh, will be, won't be like, "Hey, whose whose voice is that?" Yep. So Gwe, um, I'm Kimberly Ganyatahoe Cross, and with us is um, Bronwyn. Um, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, Gwe. Uh, it's Bronwyn Gawanahoe Johns from the Ganawage Tourism. I'm also the event coordinator, so this is my new role in the organization. But like she said, I'm also handling a lot of the walk-in tours and the French tours that come in. Um, so. It's been it's been still very steady, very busy, um, and especially last week with the Truth and Reconciliation Week, we had representation needed at um, high schools to get the message out and to talk about that, that awareness. So I was able to represent at um, LPP High School in Chattagee last week. So that was that was really interesting and really nice to see that support from the community, our our neighbor community that um, wants to show their solidarity with us for the movement. So that was really interesting. And then we have uh, Miss Kaya. Yep. Uh, my name is Kate Deyerdi Kaya Montour. I'm the public relations officer at Ganawage Tourism. I'm completely new to the team. Everyone else had previous roles, but I, I just started in August. So I've been doing a lot of external events representing the tourism office, and I've been pretty busy with that all summer, but settling in, and this is my first podcast with the team, so. We're so excited. <laughs> all right, so what are some of the events that are, are coming up for Gunawaga Tourism? Yeah, I'll, leave, I'll let Bronwyn talk about that because she knows a lot more than I do. So while we're actually currently in studio right now, there is an event that is happening in the community. Um, that is the art fair with 
the cultural center. So that was something that we were really happy to collaborate with. We have the Harvest Fall Fair coming up on October 22nd. That will be held at the Orville Stand-Up Park from 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. So far, we have over 20 vendors that have signed up, food vendors. Uh, we have the Golden Age uh, collaborating with us. They'll have uh, corn soup sold out of there. We're going to have a pie competition for best pie for all the local bakers in Ganawage. We're going to have a lacrosse uh, shooting event, um, potato sack races. We have Tanya Brandt coming down from Six Nations to do cooking on an open fire. We'll have Brooke Rice from Daganios working with us to have a workshop of Fergastoa making, hide work, porcupine quill work, and we're hoping to have hand poke tattoo, but I'm just waiting for that confirmation. There's going to be a lot of events for all the different age groups to come out and participate and enjoy some yummy food and really showcase our traditional skills to everybody in the community and whoever is coming from outside of the community. And what's the date of that again? October 22nd. I don't know if you said it, the location. Did I miss Orville that? Orville Park. Orville Park. Okay, yeah. so so for those who don't know, it's right next to the Golden Age Club yeah. by the Ganawage Mohawk Legion. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Very excited for that. It's all coming together. So hope to see everybody there. And, yeah, and it's a fun-filled day. I mean, our, if people have gone to our events before, it's, uh, you know, nothing, nothing unexpected, but really, really fun. You know, we have uh, so many different cultural activities that we're going to be sharing. I'm really excited to hear a lot of those. Like, I want to see them. That's the first time. And maybe I'll get a tattoo if there's tattoo. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what else do we have on tap uh, for Gunaway Tourism over the next little while? Yep. So we also have another, um, it's not really an event per se, but it kind of is. It's more for community members. And what we want to do is an informal, let's get together and let's talk about tourism. So um, I'll let Kaya talk about it a little bit more. She's coordinating it. Uh, Yes. So the, um, well, the pop-ups we have, they're called Let's Talk Tourism, and that's going to be held at the Demaz. Uh, we're looking at scheduling at least four for the time being. Right now we have two dates set up. So that's going to be October 19th. We're going to have that from 4 to 7 p.m. And then the following week, October 27th, we're going to have one from 1 to 5 p.m. So the objective of these is to just come out and uh, talk to one of the tourism personnel. We don't really have a definite agenda set up. It's just for those who want to come and learn more about tourism activities Kimberly and I will be in attendance for the first couple. Uh, So it's kind of like a meet the team sort of thing. Uh, You can come and ask us any questions you have about tourism. You could learn about upcoming events, strategic plan that we have in place for the coming year. Uh, Also, we're looking to start an advisory board. So if you are interested in participating on the advisory board, the functions would be for providing us with opinions on what would or wouldn't be appropriate to offer tourism clients through Kahnawagi Tourism and whether we're acting within the best interest of the community. So there's a lot of spark and debate about that right now. So we are welcoming anyone to come and talk to us and see us at any of the dates that we have for the Let's Talk Tourism coming up. Yeah, we really want to hear from the community. Like like Kaya had said, it's your opinions, your concerns, you know, come and see us. This is the opportunity. Like the two dates that we have posted so far is just the start of them. So we hope to do these, um, you know, from now, like October, November, we might do them every two weeks or so and then go into like maybe every couple of months. But make sure that we're doing these throughout the year um, more consistently. So people are comfortable to come and talk to us about issues and concerns. Um, we're community members. We, we know what's going on. 
you know, I know, you know, Greg, you like what's happening and what people are saying or not saying. And we want to hear the good, the bad, everything. And I think there needs to be a distinction made between what a tourist is yeah. and what people who are just passing through the community. Right. Well, right. There's there's like undesirable, let's say, behaviors or people. And then there are our visitors who don't fall into that same category. You know, if they are coming to the Welcome Center and they are doing a tour, they're different from what perhaps people are categorizing. Yeah. And, and also, uh, if, if somebody who is a customer of a local business, they're not necessarily a tourist because yeah. even though even though there's somebody that's not from the community that's coming here to spend money mm-hmm. at a local business, whether it be a restaurant or mm-hmm. uh, one of the gaming facilities or any any other store, they're a client of, of, yeah. of, of a local business, but they're not necessarily a tourist, right? Yeah. So like a non-local consumer would be different. And then a tourist is more somebody who is traveling for their pleasure or coming to visit the community for, for their pleasure or for, you know, um, learning about history and culture. Like, that's what I mean in pleasure. It's more like the leisure side um, and not just shopping. Yeah. And, and you know, and then there's people who come here during sporting events that, mm-hmm. that could become be considered tourists, you know, whether yeah. if it's something like the President's Cup or yeah. another large tournament. Right. So so just because somebody from outside the community is coming into the community, it doesn't necessarily make them a, a consumer. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily make them a, a tourist or yeah. an undesirable. Right. Exactly. So, so there's a lot of different things that need to be considered. And um, a lot of times outsiders just get blanketed with the, with the term of, of tourists. Right. And, yeah. and, and I think that it's up to, I think, everybody in the community to try to, you know, dispel that. And, you know, and, and of course, the Gunawaga Tourism Office is, is at the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like being mindful, too, of, of just people. So being mindful of who's around, but being mindful of our community members as well. You know, by people, um, for lack of better words, I guess, like hating on what we're doing and like labeling everybody as like a tourist and it's like negative. Like we're working really hard to make things positive and all the projects that we're doing, you know, it's for the community, it's for community members, like we're providing jobs, we're providing, you know, more business to our local businesses. Like what we're doing, we're trying to do in a positive way. And sorry to interrupt, but one of the most important things that I feel like we are doing is we're on an educational campaign. Mm -hmm. We are really opening up people's eyes that are from Quebec, but also from the world. We get so many people that are coming from all over the world. Just right now, walking out of the office, I was dealing with a family that came from India that is doing an article about native languages in Canada. So that's something that he found out information here that he didn't have from the other communities that he had visited because every single community in Canada has had a different experience with the residential schools, with assimilation, with the loss of the language. So nobody has had the same experience experience. And that's something that a lot of these people aren't aware of. They come in and they think that we can speak the same language that people from Cree Nation can speak. So it's really an educational campaign from young children that are coming through doing the school tours or coming with their families to elderly people 90 years old that I want to learn because they never knew and they've always been curious about us. So that's that I find is the biggest part of it is that we're educating people. And by that education, we're gaining allies and that's huge yeah i mean because the best way to combat hate prejudice and racism is through education Mm -hmm. and because most of that comes from a place of of ignorance and and not knowing right and you know if all an outsider knows of of gunawage is images of warriors at a a barricade or or what lagos has 
says about us yeah. in, in the news. Uh, no, if, if, if that's their only point uh, and experience with, with, with Mohawks, they're going to have a negative opinion, right? And if, But if people are coming here with an open mind to learn about things and learn about the community, learn about our culture and learn about our history, that then it pays off in dividends because it helps them bring back. It's a ripple effect. The knowledge exactly. that to, to, to their, to their exactly. circles, right? But not only to their circles, it's bringing back our knowledge to ourselves as well. You know, every time we share, we learn more and we're instilling more pride within ourselves of who we are, about our culture, about our language, about our history, about our town. You know, it's it's not just for the tourists that we're doing this. You know, if if we can get like maybe five people a year who are sustaining themselves off of either being a tour guide or being an artist who can live off of their craft by showcasing it, why not? Hey, if you're a basket maker and you want to do this and you want to do it as tours and you want to sell your products that you make and come to our events or, you know, we could, we can help you. And, and, the and that's amazing. Yes. <laughs> and the community has a history of tourism. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you look back into the early 1900s and, uh, you know, the, the old Indian village and, you know, that business was something that, that was lasting for, for decades. Right. And, and that helped, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, local families, uh, make ends meet. But it also helped keep a lot of our crafts, you know, with our elders who are passing it down today still. You know, you hear about it and you hear about the old beadwork and, you know, we have people who come here and sell the old beadwork and, oh, this came from Gatnawage and the different styles and, you know, like we got to keep it going. And it's not saying it's just tourism that's going to keep it going, but it's helping. Yeah. I, I mean, and then you look at things like just a couple of weeks ago uh, here at Yurdiwaze, we did a story about a uh, hundred year old canoe being returned mm-hmm. to the community and it's now uh, at the cultural center. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's that, that's something that's it's important. Yeah. Right? And, you know, as our, our cultural center is going to be growing, right? We're hopefully crossing my fingers right now. Like the groundbreaking is happening soon. You know, it's in the works that it's happening. And once we have that new center, when we have our theater, we'll have more activities there. The location, it's going to be so nice. And we're going to have so many other opportunities to offer, but so many items also that are going to be repatriated to us because we're going to have that proper museum space to finally have it. So what else are we going to have that was ours? That is ours. That's not here. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so there's a lot of exciting mm-hmm. things coming to the community and that tourism and tourists will benefit from. Right. And, you know, again, that's a that's a lot of a lot of exciting things that are that are on the horizon. Yeah. Always really exciting. And I mean, I'm, I guess I'll just throw that in there. Like, I hope that kids are looking at this as maybe a possible thing to study. It's not what I planned about talking today, but it just came to me. <laughs> you know, when I went into school a long time ago, I studied travel and tourism and I didn't know where it was going to lead me. There was no jobs in tourism at the time in Kahnawake. And uh, like I was like, I'm going to leave Kahnawake. I'm going to work somewhere else. But then as I grew older and I, you know, I learned like, I don't want to leave Gahnawage. It's my home. Like this is where I should be. And then our tourism office was created and etc. Right. So there's so many jobs that are going to be coming. Like I hope that kids who are maybe in high school or post-secondary are looking at this and or their parents are helping them and saying, hey, you're really good at history. Why don't you study this? And maybe you can work at the new cultural center. You know, we're going to have a real museum. Yeah. And and that's one of the things, you know, that's 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 wild is that in the 
past, you had people studying in, in you know, different things like art history and, mm-hmm. and history and, and whatnot. But at the end of their formal education and they have a degree in art history or a degree in history, how are they practically going to apply it for a job in, in the community when nothing exists, right? Yeah. So now, you know, through this new project, there's, there's the possibility now, right? Yeah. And, like and, we already have like the current jobs just to start when we open the building, right? Like what we're going to need and how we're going to fill in that capacity. But then like, let's think like in 10 years after that, you know, like how big is it going to grow in terms of our activities? And like you said, like, okay, if there's somebody who's studying in art history. What if they have to do a stage? They could come to us, you know, if they can come right to our museum and they can study here instead of going all other places like McCord Museum, like they don't have to travel. They could just stay here in the community. And like, there's so many other things like the theater. Like I hope kids are thinking about that. Like, oh, like that's a possible career now. We're always looking to collaborate and do different projects with organizations across the community. So that's, it's like untapped potential right now with Mm -hmm. all the people, you know, graduating from these programs. So that's definitely going to be something that we're looking to provide for, for young, young people. Yeah, it's exciting. And if anybody wants to come and work at the tourism office, we always hire part-time students. Side note. <laughs> Always looking. <laughs> yeah, like Bronwyn could use the help with the events coordinating. Um, we have our tour coordinator who gets help during the summer. And then possibly even like Kaya um, will have like a part-time assistant doing communications or public relations, attending events outside of the community. So it's like there's exciting things that you can be involved in. Uh, it's a really fun place to work. I think we have a really great team going. Like, I love it. Good vibes. <laughs> it's a good place. Good place. And uh, yeah. So lots of exciting things. I'm really excited for these. Um, like now that these events are happening, the Harvest Fest, like we had our Corn Fest that happened in, oh my gosh, August. August. Yeah, I'm so lost, guys. You know, our Strawberry Fest. Every year we're, we're building upon our events. We had our, our art fair. And, th- and that one's just like amazing, you know, just showcasing. Like we always showcase our artists, but like having an art fair, it's like we're so, I don't know, it's like fancy, you know, like bougie having, yeah, it's up there. bougie, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real nice. You know, because men, we have some really good artists and doing all different types of styles doesn't have to just be cultural. Um, It's really, really fantastic having all those opportunities for our people. And then um, I'm excited, too, for our Let's Talk tourism sessions. I want I want to hear from people like I want to have these discussions like let's hash it out. Let's I want to talk. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> that's how, you know, if, if there's an issue, that's how you get over it. Exactly. Right. And let's work together, you know, like we're let's put our minds together and really see. All right. So what's the problem or what can we do as a solution? What's working? What's not working? Let's figure it out. I'm excited for those. And uh, what else we got coming up? I think that's that's about it for now for, for this now. podcast, I guess. Yeah. We'll be back next month and uh, we'll have more to talk about, I'm sure. I'm hoping to bring in some special guests next month, uh, maybe from Quebec Indigenous Tourism or uh, we'll see. OK, great. Uh, so if there's nothing else for us to talk about, we'll uh, we'll say, uh, you know, thank you and uh, see you guys again next month and uh, have a have a great rest of your day. Yeah, well, I Anna. too. Anna. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.